just my ass. Right just your ass. Just my ass. And welcome right. to the South Road, boys. <laughs> <laughs> nice intro. Thank you very much. Just my ass. Jay, a little bit anal. Oh. <laughs> Episode title, if ever I've heard one. <laughs> Joe's a little bit anal. Just a little bit anal. Are <laughs> oh, you not going to put your name to it? No, just a little bit anal. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't, don't claim that one. It's well, fine. no, because it just brings the listeners in. Oh. Just a little bit anal. Just a little. Just a tad. Just a tip. Just a pinch. <laughs> just a, a pinch of anal. A pinky. How are you, my friend? Is that a, coll- a collective <laughs> noun of anal? A pinch of a pinch anal. Of anal. <laughs> now, I, for me, I reckon it'd be a whoo of anal. <laughs> Did I tell you that I think this might have been brought up in a previous podcast at some stage. <laughs> speaking but, of anal. <laughs> speaking of anal. But Jazz and I, on the way back from Hobart, one trip, we went and seen someone musical. Sure. Uh, to occupy the time on the way back, mm. I was started making up <laughs> oh, okay. collective nouns. Oh, cool. Did, did we speak about this in a previous no. podcast at some stage? What'd you come up with? Well, have it would be on list? my phone. Oh no, there was a there was a huge list because I know there's things like a a, uh, a murder of crows. I think that's a real one. It is. Yep. Um, and there was a, something. I think penguins are called. There's a penguining of penguins, uh, or maybe penguins just penguin penguining. No, that's where they huddle I, together I and keep warm. I don't think that's right. I think you're making that up. I now. once had a conversation with a lesbian. Um, and the collective noun for a group of lesbians was going to be a forester of lesbians. A forester? Yes, because the stereotype is that um, lesbians drive uh, Subaru Foresters and they have Labradors <laughs> and they go... <laughs> well, the- I, I can recall what my made-up collective noun was for lesbians. Okay, go. A lick of lesbians. A lick of lesbians. <laughs> yep. I think might be... Well, I don't know. Here we go. I found it. Yes, go. This was from... Uh, March 2016. How many people are we going to offend with this list? <laughs> uh, look, I'm not going to go. I actually wrote down a list, right? Fuck you can see me, the list. That there, is there's epic. a couple of hundred of um you weren't of things then. that I, no of things that I wanted to make up a collective noun for. Right, and the theory was to make our own book of non-factual collective nouns. And does that? Hang on, put a pin in that. Did you hear about the girl or woman from Tassie? Devonport. This is where it came from. That's where it came from. Where yeah, she... She's got the real thing because she's a wonderful animator. Yes. And she has a book of collective nouns and we yes. saw that in Hobart. Right. And I thought, where did they come from? Like, where? Who? someone made these up. Yeah, but do you know where it went? Oh, it went worldwide. Yeah, but do you know why it went worldwide? No. Why? Because someone gave it to an English actress. Because it's a kid's book of collective nouns. Was, she, it, was it Gillian Anderson? No. Damn it. It was, it was Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. I remember that one. I'm probably wrong, by the way. But for my mind, from this story, it's Anne Hathaway. We know we're not always factually correct. Yeah. But what happened was Anne Hathaway was on Ellen, the Ellen DeGeneres show. Mm-hmm. And she said to Ellen, I meant to bring you a book. What book? I meant to bring you this book of collective nouns. It's by a Tasmanian artist who came up with this book. I got given it from my child. If anyone knows where I can get it from. Now, fucking, this <laughs> is on the Ellen show. Apparently, because um, she knows or my my sister-in-law knows her because they're both artists within the, the northwest coast of Tasmanian area. Yeah. Her social media just fucking exploded because- That's amazing. Well- it, I mean, Ellen, it's probably one of the most popular shows on the planet. And Ellen, at one point in time, had the world record for the most retweets of a tweet. And if she recommends something, everyone loves it. But not even, she didn't even recommend it. Anne Hathaway Hathaway recommended it and said it was awesome. Does anyone know where I can get a copy for Ellen? Sorry, I forgot. Like, fucking everyone went, yes, we'll get it for Ellen. We'll get it for Ellen. We'll get it for Ellen. There you go. So a few of these, mate, that I've got, um, it's actually funny. I'm certain I might have mentioned these, but maybe it was only in conversation. Yeah. Um, so we had a rectum of racists. <laughs> a rectum of racists. <laughs> have you just made it be the same first letter as the last? Tried to. Okay. Because it just sounds really good. It flows off the tongue nicely. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Continue. Um, Hang on. What? You, tell me. Tell me what it is, and I'll tell you what. Actually, no, not always. Actually, now I've seen it. No, they're not always linked up with the same letter. 
Tell me what you tell me what it is, and then I'll tell you what I think, and then you tell me what you came up with. Okay, well, let's we go with a uh, beauticians, a makeup, a Brazilian, a Brazilian. Ah, oh, see, I would have gone um, a Brazilian of waxes. <laughs> there you go. Um, how about uh, council workers? A shovel. Or- yes, <laughs> a shovel of council workers. A duck. That's actually really good. Um, what have we got here? Um, hippies. Oh, a mung bean. No, I've got a rainbow of hippies. A rainbow of hippies. Taking that off the LBGTIQ plus community. Well, they're just so and happy it all the, the time. The lentil munching, tree hugging, hairy arm brigaders. Here we go. Uh, Volvo drivers. Fucking slow. A vomit. A vomit of Volvo, Volvo drivers. <laughs> a, um, a bowl's hat in the back of Volvo drivers. Just point out also to our listeners, um, if any of you bring a book out with these in it, I'm going to hunt you down and I'm going to kill you. Thank you very much. Or... Just ask for royalties. Exactly right. Uh, country singers, Joe. Oh, a misery? <laughs> a twang. A twang of country singers. Mm. This one you're going to love. Yep. Terrorists. A bomb or an explosion of terrorists? A backpack a of back- terrorists. <laughs> a dirka dirka of terrorists. You'll like this one. A yes. surfers. A wave? A break of surfers. Fuck that. I think that's a real one. There must be. A break of surfers. Um... A point break. Italians. A pasta? Pizza? A crust. A crust? Yeah, so it's still, yeah, yeah. So, um, here we go. Gym junkies. A roid? A strain. A strain? <laughs> A strain of gym junkies. Yeah, don't skip leg day, junkies. Uh, vegetarians. Oh, fucking why would you bother? Uh, a platter of vegetarians. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah right. Right. Um, oh, this is actually good. Homosexuals. Oh, oh, this is one of my favourites. Yes, and it's not a, it's not an offensive one. Are you sure? <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually really great. This is this is perfect. I I don't know. Right, a happy of homosexuals. Oh, happy of homosexuals. How happy gay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, fair enough. Well done. Um, spies. Shh. No spies. A bond of spies. A b- oh, I quite like mine though. Uh, shh. Of spies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Uh, scavengers. Oh, a chip. A seagull. A of seagull, yeah. On the same. Mine, 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 mine. Massage therapists. Oh, rub and tug of massage therapists. A rub of massage <laughs> therapists. <laughs> oh, you didn't have the tug, right? No tug, you didn't know. Uh, pessimists. There's a lot of isses in this. Uh, a glass half full. A fuck you of pessimists. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> half empty. Yes. Uh, you like this one? Night owls. Can't sleep. An hour. A hoot. A blink of night owls. A blink of night owls. Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny I've read these phrases. Uh, single ladies. <laughs> Fat and ugly. <laughs> Joe Mather. <laughs> Just because no. you are single doesn't yeah. mean you're fat and ugly. No, it doesn't. Maybe you're just it's really choice. bad to get along with. <laughs> just mean you're um, a pain in the but ass. But a, a Beyonce of single ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I uh, I got in so much trouble from my wife and pretty much every woman that I know because wow. we have a friend of ours who at the time was, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Was in her late 40s, maybe hitting 50, close to that age, right? Mid to late 40s, in her prime. Of course. For a man who's about to reach 46 in a few weeks' time, prime. Sure. Hmm. But um, was single and had never uh, never been wed and never had a child. Okay. So I was- Which is fine. Which is fine. That's a choice. That's fine. And anyway, I was talking to someone saying, oh, look, I'm going past my my wife's spinster friend's house because I've got to do a couple of odd jobs for her. Because she would call up and say she's got a boy job, and that could be something <laughs> a boy job, a boy job, and that would be something like a handyman job. Maybe she's single because she's a sexist. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe because she's a sexist. No, but we called it a boy job, and that's okay because it was just something where I might need a drill or a ladder or whatever, and she just wasn't that way inclined to be able to do those things. Yep. Where I cop the shit. Was calling her a spinster. Now, for me, a spinster is a woman who is unmarried, does not have children, 
and is past the usual age of childbearing. I thought you were going to say past the use-by date. <laughs> no, not past the use-by date. Now, most women aren't having babies in their late 40s. No. Generally, that's considered... Apparently, spinster is offensive, and I didn't know, so I've been repeatedly, repeatedly... <laughs> it's a bit of an old term, though, isn't it? I haven't heard spinster yes. being used for quite a while. No. Probably the reason is it's quite offensive oh, that could be to, to, to women who, at the time, don't have children or aren't married. And pass their use by that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to all the spinster roadies out there. Uh, a few ones to finish off here. Yes. Uh, there is a heap I could throw in, but um, taxidermists. That's got to be a stuff. Uh, close. A still of oh. plasiderm- okay, taxidermists. Yep. Hence the reason why they're stuff. still. Yep, yep. Yeah, uh, grammar Nazis. Oh, fuck. I'm going to get it wrong no matter what it is. A comma? Uh, a spell. A spell of grammar Nazis. Grammar Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. Uh, car salesman. Uh, lemon? A trust of car salesman. A trust of car salesman. Hmm. Oh, I don't know uh, whether or not that's accurate, though. A distrust. Probably uh, more likely. Serial killers. Uh, a stabby? A slice. A slice. <laughs> a slice of serial killers. Why did we both go serial killers using like weapons of knives and swords? <laughs> it's not that they're violent. No. How about lovers then? We'll go to the other end. Lovers. Oh, root of lovers. No, a letter of lovers. Fuck, you were a lot. In- oh, hang on. Right, as he was with his girlfriend at the time when he came up with this. This so. is very true. <laughs> he wasn't with me. <laughs> uh, uh, liars. A fib. No, I've gone with a, a consistency of lies. A consistency? How'd you get that? Because people who lie yes. do it all the time. True. Not that I would know. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I'll finish with Mexicans because we love a bit of Trump. <laughs> a nacho of Mexicans? A salsa. A salsa of, of Mexicans. Mexicans. <laughs> we've, we've gone very close on a few of those. Yeah. We um, do have similar ways of thinking. Uh, there was uh, one other one that I thought was a little bit amusing. Mm. Uh, campers. The tent? Uh, a site. A site. A site of campers. I've just thought of one without you turning around. Oh. Without me turning around. Without okay. you turning around because we're in your house. Right. What would you call, and we'll do it on three. We'll go one, two, three, and we'll say it. <laughs> okay. And I reckon we're going to come up with the same thing. So nervous. The collective noun. What? For Daleks. One, two, three. Extermination. Extermination. <laughs> <laughs> that was easier. Uh, actually, I'll finish, on, I'll finish on one more. Yes, go. Because uh, I thought this one was clever. Uh, yes. And I think they're wanky. Yogis. What's a yogi? Yogi are people who do yoga. They call them yogis. Uh, fucking a bendy? A stretch. A stretch of yogis. A stretch of yogis. Yeah. And I did have a slime of sleezers as well. I thought, I liked the, I thought that one was good. Ace. But I actually had, um, as you can see, if Joe's looking at my phone, I reckon I've got about 200, n- probably a couple of hundred groups that I was going to create collective nouns for. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. So you obviously weren't driving. No, I was having a great time. Yeah, I reckon you were. I mean, I was having a froth of footy fans. It just it went a on forever. Froth of footy fans. <laughs> it was just, it was kind of crazy. Yes. Um, you know, you're never going to survive. But then I even come up, I started to come up with ideas for other books we could do, such as there was the, so it was going to be called The Untrue Collection of Collective Nouns. Oh, okay. It's yep. kind of catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was going to be followed up with The Untrue Facts About Animals of the Planet Earth. Oh, that's brilliant. So shit you just make and up. And then Untrue Life Hacks. <laughs> untrue Life So, Joe Mather. <laughs> yes. I think we need to somehow come up with, with untrue an Untrue Book Series. Facts. Yeah, why not? We can do that. We can do that. By the South Road Boys. I don't know how we're going to do that, but we'll... What we need, though, is someone that's pretty cool with animation, that can draw, that can do cartoony sort of drawings. Someone good with the pencils. Yeah. So, if you are a roadie and you've got some awesome drawing skills... And you want to match up with the South Road Boys. Yes. Be part of our brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on the SRB. Oh. Yeah, boy or girl. Tell you what, you could be looking at the next wave of your life, the next step. And all we have to do is get it into Anne Hathaway's hands. That's it. And have her go on Ellen again yeah. and say, I forgot to bring you the South Road Boys' book of untrue life hacks. Yeah. So next week, we'll be playing a game called Six Degrees of Anne Hathaway. Yeah, exactly. To see if we can find someone that knows the mix so we can pass it on. So if anyone does know Anne Hathaway, 
And I'm not saying that you don't. But if you do, big shout out. Yeah. Hey, Anne. And if Anne's listening, get in touch. Why not? Southroadboys.com. You know what? Before she didn't know, but now she does have a way to get in contact with us. (laughs) She has a way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. You know, she was disappointing. Um, I love Catwoman. As yes. a character, yes. love Catwoman as a character. Yes, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Actually, I won't start talking because I might need Why to leave the room and have a gentleman's know. moment. <laughs> um, but she disappointed me, Anne Hathaway. Really? She just seemed a little bit too prissy. It didn't work. She tried to kind of be the sexy sort of that's cat not her though. kind of thing, and it didn't work for me. Is I think though that's and I'm not really her hoping. Fault. I'm really hoping now that it is her that was in the movie. Now I haven't got the actress wrong. No, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that was the one where the cat ears were the glasses. Yeah, I think you're right too. That's how they did yeah. the Catwoman thing. She just was didn't that work for me. Returns, Batman Returns. No, 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 no. This was in um, this was in like Dark Knights. Oh, sorry, Dark Knights. Uh, was was it Dark Knight? Um, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Return. Re- Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. It might have been. Oh, yeah. no. I think it was the last one she was in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Legion was gone. Yes. He joked out. He, he was... Laughed his way to the bank. He did, yeah. He's, mm. Anyway, sorry, Rody's cousin. <laughs> he's got a wreath. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's still too early. It is. Okay, it's right, always too early. Anyway, so what have you been up to this weekend other than coming up with collective uh, nouns? Went for a bike ride on Saturday. That's right. Yeah, you were I told you about that. Mountain bike man. Yeah, went for my first trail. Mm-hmm. Did the Montgomery Loop which is a bit of a stretch around Mont- Mount Montgomery and Penguin. Yes. Uh, it's a pretty new trail. Opened in December. Does it? Does someone actually go and create this, yes. or is it just a group of people who just continually no, ride? No, there's and- actually um, an international guy that basically came over and helped them actually map it out because it's got to all be done to safety features and all that kind of thing too. Like, even though it's still unsafe, yes. if you don't know what you're doing, yes. like if you come off, you still hurt yourself, but it's got to be done to a certain standards. And then also the tracks are actually graded. So the amount of area you climb, like, like skiing runs. So you've got your yeah, black run, your blue runs, yeah. your red runs. So that you know that if you go red down run, this one, red this, run, red run, <laughs> red run, red run. But if you go down this one, this is for the newbies. This is for the beginners. Exactly. If you go down the other one, you're fucking going to kill yourself. Yeah. So it's of course you're an Olympian. To, yeah. So it comes down to how much, um, how hard the climb is, uh-huh. um, how many bumps and everything there are, whether there's any jumps, that kind of thing. And this was meant to be classed as a fairly low grade mm-hmm. trail. Uh, but I must admit, and that's the first trail I've done, it was fairly tough. It was a hell of a hot day, though, too, for Tassie. Yes. It was a warm day Saturday. How hot was it? Look, I reckon it would have been probably 28 on Saturday, maybe 27. That's quite warm. For us, it's pretty warm. I Look, I, I could be wrong, it might be a couple of degrees over because it's been hot lately. But, um, mm. but look, it was fun. I found out that I'm incredibly unfit. That could be maybe because of the extra 10 kilos I'm carrying since prior to Christmas. 10. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to get rid of 10. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of hot days. Oh, yes. Do you know there's a place in Australia. That's hot, hot, hot. That has kicked, just ticked over 24 days above 40 degrees every day. No, I don't believe it. Yes. In Australia. Marble Bar. Hottest place in Australia. Marble Bar. Marble Bar. Is that where the Australia? marble chocolate comes from? One would imagine. Surely. Surely. Don't call me Shirley, but maybe it is. Okay. Um, yeah, Marble Bar is where that happens, and 24 days above 40 degrees. So, is that in Queensland? or No, is that no, Western WA? Australia. Okay. Yep. 24 days above 40. 24 days straight. Oh, they're selling some bottle water there. Fuck. Um, the, according to the BOM, the Bureau of Meteorology, on December 27th, sometime around about 3 p.m., it recorded a temperature. What do you reckon in 2018? It's Australia's third hottest year. Okay. What do you think its record temperature was in December 27th, day after Boxing Day? It's record temperature. It's record temperature. Like, And we're not talking like stupid, like courtside where, you know how it seems to be artificial, like the rest of Melbourne will be 30 degrees, but it's 500 degrees yeah, on, yeah, on court. Yeah. That's um, one yeah. of the, there used to be three um, sisters. Mm-hmm. Venus, Serena, and Melton. and Kelly Williams. <laughs> Kelly Williams melted during the Australian Open <laughs> yes. in 2012. Yeah, um, and people have forgotten about her. <laughs> <They> just, <laughs> she's just now part of the court. Yep. What do you reckon the temperature um, was? 
Look, well, I'm not going to go stupid, no. but I'm going to I'm going to throw it up there though. I'm going to go 51. Well, that's a bit high. Yep, 49.3. Yeah, that's still hot. Fucking oath it is. <laughs> like that is we had 45 in Melbourne before I came to Tassie. 45 is very very warm. Mm. Very very warm, but it doesn't have the record for the hottest temperature in Australia. Um, but it does have the record for the most consistent days. Over, I'll tell you what, if um, if someone that used to be on Countdown went there, he'd be known as Molly Melton. Uh The dag jokes are really kicking out. They just do. Molly Melton. It's not really that funny. I wish we could go back and move that, but we'll leave it there. The average highest temperature in December was 44.1. That is crazy. That's the average. When I was in Chiang Mai, that was 43, 44. Each day. Yeah. And I must admit it was hot, but it's different when you're on holiday. Because on holiday, you can sit back, you have a beer, you're in tank top, shorts, doesn't matter. And you're at a pub. And you're at a pub. That's when you're relaxing, it doesn't matter. But if you're doing your work or daily chores or or living your normal life. You're doing the housework. That's just crap. Sleeping. Yeah. All right. Well, so you, don't, you don't mind not sleeping when you're on holiday because you're getting up to have beer, so it's you, all good. Or you just drink enough till you fall asleep. Exactly. Yeah, That's what everyone normal Living a normal does. life, oh, it's hot. Now, apparently, just for those playing at home, one of the recorded, highest recorded temperatures in Australia was 50.7. 50.7 degrees. It wasn't far away, was it? No, you weren't. That was um, in Udnadatta. Udnadatta. Udnadatta in South Australia. One said 50.7. And like to get rude in Oud and a hundred k's oh Marty Station, hundred k's south of Caratha, peaked at fifty point five. Jeez, that's warm. Fucking oath. That's why we're in Tasmania. That's why you come back to Tasmania, Jay Mather. Sure is. For this beautiful, wonderful weather of twenty nine degrees. It's pretty good at the moment. And then tomorrow is going to be twenty three. Hmm. So that's nice. On the twenty first of January. <laughs> yes, Joe. I've got a day. What a shock, Joe. I do. Squirrel appreciation day. <laughs> oh, I don't even Okay, look, I, I like that one. That's got a bit of cute to it. And the photo they've got there is actually quite cute. It's a little squirrel eating his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Not his own nuts, ones that he's foraged. I'll tell you um, what, if you're up in uh, wherever the hell that was with that temperature, you'd be melting your nuts off. Hmm. Apparently, uh, squirrels are native to Africa, the Americas, Europe, Asia, and have now been introduced to the land down under. So squirrels? In, yes, apparently they have a, they're a, an introduced species to Why here. would they have done that? Fucked if I know. It's going to be 50 degrees. The poor little bastards are going to fucking <laughs> melt their fur off. What? I don't understand why they introduce a species like that. No. It's just ridiculous. And Other than the fact they're cute. Well, yeah, but have them in a zoo, though. Like, if you really want to show people a squirrel, have them in a zoo. But the problem is, like, they're saying how to celebrate is to leave food out for you in your yard for squirrels. Well, I don't think you should. It's like leaving food out for <laughs> possums. What's going to happen? More fucking More possums. possums. I just suddenly realised where the term the squirrel hole comes from. <laughs> I've never thought about that before. Oh, I've never heard the term. Squirrel hole? Yes. When someone grabs your nuts. Oh, <laughs> oh the squirrel grip. A squirrel grip it might be. Yes. Okay, either sounds bad. Holding your nuts. Either, 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 yes. either. That annoys me, that word. Either, either? Yeah, neither, neither. Uh, potatoes, potatoes. Let's call the whole thing off. Yeah, right. Let's just stop it now. <laughs> now, <laughs> yesterday, over the weekend, I was in sunny Melbourne. You were. For those people who are from Southeast Asia, Happy New Year, because um, we are about to celebrate Chinese New Year. I think this year is year of the <laughs> piggy pig. Um, I go to Melbourne and do a safety warden job. So I go up and down this event, and it's got about 50,000 people in, in Richmond, um, and it's Lunar, Chinese New Year. Uh, well, it's called Lunar Festival because it's a Vietnamese community. Do you wear glowy stuff? No, I don't. But you're a safety person. Yeah, I wear a f- high-vis vest. That's oh, glowy. Oh, it's not really glowy. It's not glow. bright. Is it a yellow or green one? Yellow. Or yellow, green, orange. Yeah. Yellow, green. No, there's no greens. No I've greens. never seen green, but I've seen pink. Okay. I've got pink, and yep. I've got yellow, and I've got orange. I mean orange. That was your colour. Yeah, no, but okay. I, this this one this event's a yellow one. But but your head that would be a it orange. clashes. It's not the same orange though. Like okay. if it was the same orange, yeah, but this one doesn't. Mm, no, anyway, so I started relevant work, topic. Yeah, so I started <laughs> working about oh, 
7.15, in the morning. By 8.20, on site, I can show you a photo. I had a fire truck. <laughs> They've got glowy stuff on. A police car and an ambulance. Because wow. one of the restaurants, as I was, as we were walking past, one of the so this is up the main street, Victoria Street in Richmond. So they put up temporary marquees, yep. and all the food vendors go in those marquees. All the people who are selling bits and bobs also go in these marquees. So the normal shops don't generally trade, unless of course they're a restaurant, but most of them don't normally trade. Okay. One of the restaurants had left the gas on, and that's what we could smell. So the fire is rocked up. Um, oh, so you didn't have fire, but it was just an element of danger. We could smell gas, yep. natural gas, and it pongs. Um, and for those people who didn't know, that's actually something that's artificially put into natural gas so that we do yeah, smell it. so you know. Um, and I had a chat to the fire, and he goes, look, it is quite, there is quite a bit. We've got the little detection devices. We are going to breach the building. Oh, <laughs> shit got real. <laughs> shit got, but the thing is, where it was... We were supposed to have all these people, all these exhibitors going past this building so they could set up in their marquees further down the road. So we had to stop them. So we have, oh, I don't know, 100 cars waiting to get in mm-hmm. to be able to set up their event. We had to block off both sides of Victoria Street, stop all pedestrians, all cars. I've got a fire truck there. They've hooked up the hose. They've got it going. They've all put their apparatus <laughs> on it. And now... I've I, I've met a couple of fires and there's points in time where I've gone, I wouldn't mind to do that job. The part that I wouldn't mind is the bit where you do a lot of the sitting around and doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bit that this guy was about to do was the sphincter bit. Like, So they, they looked at this shop front and they picked the smallest window that was on the ground and they taped it up with tape and then they got all I could think was a pinball Starter, you know how you pull the, the thing back and the ball hits yep. it? And he just did that half a dozen times to this window. So it was obviously just cracking it in different spots. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to push it, tried to push it, couldn't do it. And I jokingly said to the person standing next to me, better get the axe. Guess what they did? Got the fucking axe. <laughs> so they came back out with the axe and they, one, two, three, broke that, pulled the the remains of the window in because they taped it all up anyway. So it was mm-hmm. all sort of in one piece. Not a good time. Here's a hot tip. If you're going to join the fireys, don't be the littlest person on the crew. He's the one that goes through the window. He's the one that goes through the small window. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they had their full masks on, full everything, and they breached the building. And it was a moment of sheer terror. And for me, I'm like, fuck, this could be really serious. <laughs> Um, and anyway, so they went in and yeah, obviously someone had left the gas on and with a commercial cooker, sometimes they don't have it where if you turn the gas on in most domestic situations, if you turn the gas on and there's no flame, then the gas doesn't flow. Okay. Yeah. It'll turn itself off. Mm. Mm. Just won't flow the gas, but obviously this had failed. So the whole place reeked of gas. So they opened the back door, they opened the front door and we vented it out and that was fine. But because they got called. The gas company also got called. They came out. They had the guy with his little sniffer wand, and he goes, oh, there's still trace amounts, and we think it might be coming from somewhere else, from the pipes. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, okay. So the fiery said, look, we're happy with where it is. We're going to go. The coppers said, look, we've got a security company. We're going to come and board up that window that was broken, and then the shop owners can contact us. And I'm like, fair enough. Um, and the fires were really good. They tidied up and swept up all their glass that they smashed and they moved their truck. And as soon as they moved their truck, we put fencing around it like pedestrian barrier yep. within about 10 metres because even within 10 metres, whatever smell had just completely dissipated. Yeah. And I was able to get cars in and cars were coming in and the event was about to start. But I said to the guy with the, with his little from the gas company, I said, look, what's your best case? He goes, best case is my truck rocks up and it goes, nah, it's okay. We'll go home. I said, what's your worst case? <laughs> he goes, we've got to dig up the footpath. I said, really? He says, yeah. I said, but I don't think that's going to happen. I said, all right, then. You let me know. Half an hour later, 45 minutes later, I got no. a phone call. Um, no. Yeah, we're going to have to dig up the footpath. Oh, no, So Joe. I had a truck with a digger on it. 
I had another truck to take away the waste. I had security there, and they are digging up the footpath probably 45 minutes before the event was supposed to start for 50,000 people. <laughs> so here's the thing. Yep. Does the business now get a fine because of this, because all this work has had to be done, even though it was obviously an accidental thing? Mm. Is there a charge or a cost involved with that, do you think? I don't know. I Well, obviously, they'll need to... I don't know whether or not they get charged by MFB for the call-out. Um, or that's Metropolitan Fire Brigade, sorry. MFB is what they're called. Um, I don't know whether or not they get charged by, for that. They'd have to pay for the replacement of the window because it's their mm, business. Yeah. Well, so that MF, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, fireys aren't paying for that. I'm not sure whether or not they'd be covered under insurance or anything. Yeah. And I don't think they get charged for the stuff in the street because that was that's public domain. Okay. So that's not their responsibility they chose to dig up the street, which means it wasn't at fault in the restaurant. The initial fault in the restaurant was because someone had left gas on. And they were assuming there might be some other fault that wasn't their fault. Well, no. Bec- well, because... No. What's a faulting? There's a lot of fault. But, well, because because the original leak had been detected, the fireys were called... The ambos are called in case the fireys need an ambulance, in case there's an explosion. It's a bit like the woman who spotted the fly. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you'll die. You and then, the next and then the coppers get called because they need to contain potentially an area. And then because it's gas, the gas company automatically get called as well. There's a protocol and a process. Jesus. Yeah. So that was fun. That was my that was the start of my day. I'll tell you what though, um I do have an interesting axe story. Oh, I love axe stories. Just to go on from that. Yeah. And I would have never no, have I mean, thought that this <laughs> <laughs> I would never have thought that this would have had a segue. <laughs> So, All right, go. Quite surprising. Uh, so, um, is it got anything to do with David Foster? No, it doesn't. It's got to do with Sydney. Have I told you my David Foster story? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Have so, you? I, maybe no. Oh, I was working at the Melbourne Showgrounds, mm-hmm. and we were either starting to do show or a big event. I was on a forklift, and we had security on the gate. Now, unfortunately, for those people who don't know who David Foster is, he is one of Tasmanians, if not Australia's, if not the world's, most world-recorded athlete ever. He's got more world records. He's got more world records in wood chopping than anybody else, even the O'Tools. If you know wood chopping, that name means something. If not, you know that I know far too much about wood chopping. (laughs) It is kind of random. (laughs) Um, So there I am on, on, and the time... My job was to say who couldn't could not come on site, so I get a call over the radio. Um, Joe, we've got a guy who wants to come and have a look. He said he used to come to the showgrounds, used to chop here, and he wants to go to wood chopping. And my response was, if he's not a Tasmanian called David Foster, tell him to piss off. <laughs> and then I hear silence. Now what? I probably didn't think of at the time because I was quite busy, was that whoever was standing with the security guard would have heard my radio announcement. A minute later, I hear, um, Joey says his name is David Foster. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. And my response was, well, bloody well, send him in. (laughs) And so uh, David and his daughter went down, um, for those people who know the Melbourne Showgrounds, gate four, all the way down the road to the woodchop area, which is where I met them. Now, unfortunately, at the time, David's wife was actually uh, unwell, and she was in Melbourne. She had cancer, I believe, didn't she? Yeah, something, mm. I think it was brain cancer. Um, and it was really tough. All the family were over. David and his daughter was there, and they were just they were just constantly waiting in a hospital. And David just wanted to be out of the hospital because there was nothing he could do. I think she was having surgery or treatment or whatever. And he said to his daughter, look, let's just go somewhere. We'll get something to eat and we'll just, you know, try and sure. just hang out. And he knew the showgrounds and he thought, you know, this is somewhere I'm familiar with. Can we go there? And the, the grin on his face when I strolled up and went, David Foster, how are you? <laughs> it was just immense. I mean, this is a man giant. He, man giant? <laughs> a giant of a man. <laughs> He's a man giant. Man giant. Um, he is a massive unit. Mm-hmm. Like, he really is. I think he's 6'3". 
Um, He's he, the kind of guy you would go up and attack and you'd stab him 12 times mm. and he'd look at you and you'd hit you in the face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's that kind of man. Yeah. Anyway, so I got to have a quick chat with him. Anyway, so that's my axe story. That's, well, that's my David Foster story. So big shout out, Dave. Right Righto. <laughs> you have <laughs> so, an axe story. So um, good old Evie, right? Evie? E- Evie has gone into a 7-Eleven. Yes. In Sydney, holding oh, an axe. Oh, yes. Listening to a favourite metal song. Mm. And people assume she just left a costume party. She was smacked on the face. Evie was really, really gone on the drugs. Um, her earlier Facebook status apparently said, humans are only able to destroy, to hate. So that is what I shall do. Now, this didn't this happen 12 months ago? Hasn't she just been sentenced? Uh, yes, it's all basically come through now. So it actually happened on in January 2017. Oh, two so years two ago. Two years yep. ago. Uh, but it was a two kilogram max. She just basically went freaking nuts. But it's just, it's just absolutely random. It was all drugs. And this is what really, really frustrates me. So, um, there was this. The thing is, though, I watched the footage of it, right? And she walks into the 7 Eleven and she's carrying this axe. And there was a guy who walked the opposite way up an aisle. And they kind of passed by each other. And then. There's a lady being served at the register, then there's this guy, and then there's Evie, right? Standing there with her axe. And then she just decides to go whack and hits this fucking guy in the head with an axe. What people don't realise, this wasn't on the video, right? Someone walked in from the side and started singing to it, went, Evie, 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 put the damn axe down. (laughs) And and when that happened, was it EV one, two, or three? (laughs) (laughs) When that happened, she pulled the headphones out. Yep, uh, and left. (laughs) True story. True story. But um, the honestly, to get out, this drugs are bad. I mean, if you actually do a bit of a search, (laughs) um, you know, that's words of advice from the South Road boys. This woman, if you look at the photos (laughs) and the video, she just goes nuts. Well, it's so every nightmare just built into everything. The the footage that I saw doesn't show her swing the axe. Oh, yeah. The it, pictures I've got here, she's ready to do a David Foster. Yeah. Well, no. The, the one I see mm. is she raises it and then it cuts to uh, the dudes laying on the ground and then Evie raising the axe again and then her walking out of the 7-Eleven. I actually haven't seen the unedited footage. Yeah. <laughs> so, what if I'm really funny? There's a photo, right? Yes. Um. You can't see this photo, mm. but uh, guy's on the ground. He's either been hit or he's fallen. She's there yes. above him, the yes. axe swinging, about to come down. He's shitting himself. Next to them is a safety sign, like slippery realm wet. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I'm not saying that maybe the person was psychic that worked there and put it there previous to the incident, yeah. but I am kind of saying I tell you it. what, that's Michael Myers, though, isn't it? Good, wouldn't it? Uh, but uh, look, it's beat. So you, you think Sydney's weird? Yep. Adelaide's got it done. Does it? Adla- Look, Adelaide is a bit of a it's a bit of a stabby, stabby, murdery sort of a place. Snowtown. Snowtown. Yeah. Um, you know, body in a barrel. That's you know, they've basically invented the whole thing. I think that's a new kids game from Parker Brothers. <laughs> body in a barrel. Body in a barrel. I don't think it's gonna take off though. Oh wow. So uh James who's twenty. Jimmy. Uh not James House, who we know. Oh James no. is a bit older. Smidge. The yeah, beard, but, the um, beard puts a couple of a yeah. Couple so of he's an Adelaide man. Yep, he mutilated his housemate's terrier, <laughs> cutting off the dog's head, right. legs, and tail. That's not much. Um, it's not much because he had mental issues. This is James, not the dog. Yes, <laughs> and was high on a cocktail of drugs. Um, so dude's just off his nut. Mm-hmm. Goes outside, just carrying the dog's head up. Outside, but it's a terrier. It's a, as, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, just, it's like carrying a doll's head, really. It's like an orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because okay, so this. So I'm imagining it's, now. It's not a big moment. It's, it's not masculine. It's not the Braveheart moment. No, it's not the Braveheart <laughs> moment. But it's kind of got that a little bit. Yeah. But he just comes out holding this dog's head. Mm. But once again, drugs. Not what good. is it about drugs that make people want to just kill and decimate? Oh. I mean, I've. I've I've done drugs before. <laughs> yes. Not hard drugs like this shit. No. Like I smoked a bit of weed. And I yes. Was like, we, that was our drug of choice when yes. we were younger. Of course. And look, I know that any drug in excess is bad for you. Even yes. alcohol. 
Drugs are bad, Drugs man. are bad. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I, we used to have a smoke and you'd maybe come up with some funny things or you'd kind of see some funny things and or you'd talk hungry. about funny things and you'd get hungry. But most of the time, you just lay there. It <laughs> wouldn't do much. But I think, though, there are drugs out there that are designed to make you happy. Um, and, and I've partaken in some of those in, in my youth. Um, but there are drugs out there, things like ice. Which aren't good. Oh, my giddy aunt. Mm. I've yet to see. Like, th- this particular festival that I went to in Richmond. Now, Richmond has just, I believe, just in the last 12, 18 months, uh, had a shooting gallery. So that's where people can legally go and have heroin, shoot heroin, because that's an injection room. It's an injection room and with no repercussions, which means they're in a safe space because they're going to use. Because generally when those people take heroin, they nod out, pass out, they lose all sense of where they are. Yep. Um, those people are going to do it anyway. That's the, the theory being is that they're going to do it anyway. Let's put them in an environment where someone is then watching over them so they don't OD, um, and if they do OD, someone can be called, um, and all that jazz. What that's done, though, has attracted an element of people who are looking for drugs mm-hmm. and people who are then selling drugs. And I noticed this year there was probably about 30 shops in 700 metres. That's how big the event is, 700, 750 metres. There was about 30 shops that were closed. Hmm. No more, no no longer there, up for lease. And one of those was one of those. So Amy and I, when we first moved to Melbourne, we lived in a place called Kew. You did? Not near Kew, it was far Kew. Um, <laughs> and we used to take the 109 tram to the city. And there was a place in Victoria Street we used to go to, which was Tai Tai. Now, there was two Tai Tais for those people at home. Uh, tai Tai One and the original, well, the original Tai Tai. I assume this is a bondage room that you and your no, it's a restaurant. Oh, restaurant. restaurant. Okay, sorry, different story. Topic. I was going down the track. Yeah, T H Y T H Y. Right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, whenever any other shop didn't have, well, like when any other restaurant didn't have a lot of people in it, Tai Tai still had a hundred people in it, and I reckon they would go through that restaurant two or three times in a night. They'd fill it. And it was all just cheap seating and it was just, you know, bench seating and all that kind of stuff. But you'd only pay 20 bucks to have two main meals, a rice, an entree and drinks. Like, yep. fuck, it was nothing. And and I just basically read on their window, because I went to go there, uh, we are sad to inform you that Tai Tai will be permanently closing soon. Our last business day will be on Sunday, the 30th of September. So obviously this is a couple of months ago. Um, they were there for 30 years. And wow. Yeah. So that made me sad. Made my wife sad as well because we spent, well, when we were going home, it was cheaper to go to Tai Tai than it was to go to the shops and cook and all that kind yeah. of stuff. It was, I reckon we'd be there for two or three times a week. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so just to finish on James. Mm, Jimmy, sitting, sorry, yes. There's something called out. This is indicative of the bizarre behaviour that the effect of this combination of drugs and medication had upon him. Oh, having committed as well. Yeah, having committed the terrible act of severing the head of the dog. He's gone outside holding it up. Mm. One can only fathom what he was thinking at the time. He screwed the pooch. (laughs) (laughs) Literally and figuratively. (laughs) Oh, I hope hope not literally. Yes. Uh, Clearly, he has been and is a very troubled young man. I tell you what, uh, (laughs) they're right. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that that's the actions of... Of an upstanding member of the society who has all his faculties in order. I just wish maybe gone outside holding the head of the dog mm. at some kind of epic speech to the population below. Like just. Oh, like a, like a real some message. Big moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know whether <laughs> A, you would have people really listening intently um, or intently uh, when you're holding the head of a dead animal. And B, and, and a terrier. when it's such a small head. Like if it was a lion's head? And, oh. You know, I don't know whether you're making a statement with that because that's... People like, wow, well, he's just taken on a lion and yeah. now he's come to tell us about how amazing he is. We might even bow down to him. Or we'll be keyboard warriors and say you shouldn't kill the lion. That's very possible too. But if you kill a lion with your bare hands and then you consume it, 
you know what? Power to you. If if it's just yep. if you if you manage to take an animal down with your bare hands, yep, I don't have a problem with that. You know, I, 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 I don't know I whether taking a Weber into the Melbourne Zoo is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, be worth a try. <laughs> Imagine rocking that up, rocking up with a Weber. Can you tell me where the penguins are? <laughs> Image you just someone casually turn up with a Weber. I'm at where are the penguins. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we go penguins? Why do I go penguins? Know, but I, I just go, I'm going to jump off drugs here. Um, because you could go down. Get the off tr- drugs, Troy. Get off drugs. Get off drugs. You just go down. Once you go down that line, that tunnel, <laughs> it's so hard to come back. And the problem is as well when you've got a mixture of mental illness that, and then you've got these drugs that just destroy. Well, they rewire your brain. It's yeah, just fry it first. And I've seen the effects of people on ice, and it is absolutely horrendous. They are not; they are a shell of a human. They don't even resemble a, a real person. They anyway. We won't get all doomy and gloomy exactly, on that one. Because look, you can do things that are crazy and nutty without needing the drugs, but that's like you're on drugs. Like what? Like what? <laughs> like I'll tell you what. That was the rock and roll marathon on Sunday. Rock and roll marathon. The rock and roll marathon. Right, tell me about it. Uh, so the Rock and Roll Marathon uh, has had a bit of a world record right. kick in, right? The Rock and Roll Marathon, which I don't even know where that Rock and Roll fucking marathon is. Oh, it's got to be, be I reckon it's America's. It's either, world I, I assumed it was America's, but it could be Britain, maybe. Look, it doesn't matter. It's not India. But uh, <laughs> this this wondrous this wondrous dude, one of the runners, yes. has broken a world record during this event. Oh, Joe. shit, son. Incredible, right? What was his record? He has done. It just it blows my absolute mind, mm-hmm. right? He has done the fastest time in a fruit costume, <laughs> <laughs> dressed as a banana. Why did I? That was my initial thought that he went dressed as a banana. Yeah, dude, absolutely, and utterly smashed it. Done a six-minute nineteen-second mile for the whole race. Hang on. We are thinking different things. Are you said rock and roll marathon. Oh, yeah, no, no. Rock, yeah. I'm thinking. So, so you're thinking music. I am. I'm thinking See, Rolling what? Stones. No, no, how, it's how actually, it's actually running. Oh. It's just called the rock and roll marathon. 42 kilometers. You know, this is one of those scenarios where maybe I wish I'd given you more information. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think in marathon. Yes. You're going to think, think in running, but you're thinking marathon is just a long period of playing. Well, because you put rock and roll in front of it. Yeah, that's if true. you had to put Boston in front of it, that would have been a bit explosive. Yeah, it would have blown up in our faces. Yeah, definitely. But if you had to put, you know, I don't know, three peaks, or you know, New yeah, York. Look, look, this is true. And uh, look, I'm a bad banana for doing that. <laughs> uh, so where rock? So obviously they call it the Rock and Roll Marathon. It's called because, the Rock and Roll Marathon, right? Uh, and you go dressed as fruit. And well, you don't. It's a normal marathon. Oh, but dudes run it as a fruit. He's done it as a banana. Fair enough. I feel as though I should have given you a lot more information before we went into this story. Um, <laughs> Did yeah. people watch out from travelling behind him in case I slipped over? <laughs> oh, oh, that's all right. Uh, yeah, actually, it is, uh, it is America. It's yes, uh, Phoenix it is. to Scottsdale. Phoenix to Scottsdale. Yeah, so, daughter, Arizona. Don't know where Scottsdale is, but... I would assume it's 42 kilometres away from Phoenix. You're probably right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Considering that is a, a marathon effort. <laughs> What do you got to talk about, Jay? <laughs> I'm just going to sit back in my chair and have a mouthful of my Crown Lager and enjoy oh, yeah, Tasmanian summer. Beer o'clock, isn't it? Um, I don't it's have right. I don't have a lot at the moment. It's it's been one of those things. I tell you what, I am absolutely feeling working at the event on the weekend. So normally, with most days, I, I've I've got a a tracker on my phone, and the tracker on my phone probably. It's one of the ones that comes with Apple, so it gives me how many steps I do per day or uh, the average distance walking and stuff like that. And I reckon, on average, I do between, I don't know, two and a half to three and a half kilometers a day, so that's my normal travel time. But I, on the weekend, as I do with events, I did 15 and a half, 15.7 kilometers on Sunday, that's how far I walked. You're an athlete. I, I felt like it. I can tell you what my arm, my my legs, my calves, and my feet do not feel like I'm an athlete. <laughs> um, it's 
I forget because when I used to work at another job, most of my job was working, walking. So I'd be doing. <laughs> yes, most of my job, job was, was working. Working at the oh, other job he did. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, damn. So tired. Anyway, um, so you'd I'd walk between five and seven kilometers every day. So doing a fifteen k every now and then was you know not as hard. But when you go from two and a half to three, up to fifteen and a half. It's not good. <laughs> I, f- I find that there are parts of my body that I just didn't know hurt. Ooh. But anyway, I'll be backing it up again. So anyone who's in Melbourne over the weekend of the February the 3rd or whatever, get yourself to Springvale for the uh, Lunar Festival down there. <laughs> get on board. Do one. <laughs> so got ghosts in the house. <laughs> random noises. Because I quickly grabbed a beer from the fridge, I'm thinking maybe something's just fallen over in the fridge. Fallen over. <laughs> fallen over. <laughs> It's like it's like Ellen, yeah. Except there's an F before yeah. it. I thought that I thought he was playing in the tennis. Fell on over. Fell on over. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a Pakistani cricketer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of falling over, get Michael Douglas. Uh, I've actually got a lot of Australian stories in this. Not just I shouldn't have gone to the American story because I didn't research it. You know what? A you, shock that you we should have because it's almost Australia Day. Australia Day. This is very true. So this one, uh, we're going to uh, Brisbane this time. Brisbane, Vegas. We've gone to Sydney. Yes. We've gone to Adelaide. Yes. Now we're back to Brisbane. Woo! Uh, and I've so done Melbourne. You have. Eastern Seaboard. We're getting uh, covered. Uh, we covered WA before. And Tassie. Boom! And Tassie. What have we got? Northern Territory. Northern Territory. Yeah. That's nuts up there. Why, <laughs> why would you worry about it? Like, <laughs> it's just hot and angry. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, so um, then again, maybe we could get up with a story, right? Yes. That uh, where people do stupid things and yes. hurt themselves, and it could be Darwinism. Oh, okay. Well, hang on. You tell me your Queensland story. Right. So Brisbane, yes. Macca's worker. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, look, good on her. She's gone early to work, which is a great thing. If you yes. want to make it an impact on the place you work, kids, um, turn up mm. a few minutes early every day. Makes such a difference. Because as we know, late uh, on time is late. It is. So, um, not these days so much. No. But, you know, doesn't matter. But do that. Turn up early. There's a little note from the South Road boys to help your day. Good on. Uh, but she's turned up early. But then decided to go for a smoke. And that's fine. She was there 10 minutes early. Yes. So, um, she was climbing up a ladder to yes. get onto the restaurant's roof to have a ciggy. I don't know why that's the spot. Uh, fell off the ladder. <laughs> broke a leg. Climb- and fuck me, got workers' compensation for Wild it. Lotto. <laughs> Sorry for those people of ethnic descent, but I've always known workers' comp as yeah. Wok Lotto. It was a little bit um, racist, Joe. That really was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got workers' comp. So she went for a dart, mm-hmm. climbed up a ladder. Yes, did it under the roof. Where she wasn't supposed to be. You wouldn't think so. I mean, in the days oh, of well, maybe you work would. Safe, help, workplace health and safety. But if it's... A- well, no, if she has access to the ladder, and it could be, we're probably thinking a lean-to wooden ladder, but it could be a proper metal ladder with guards and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. See, once again, you're thinking, should we research this? Yeah, we probably should have. But the thing is, I Doesn't know- Doesn't say, actually. I know from Mac as they don't like their employees visible in uniform in public, certainly not on the darts. No, it's not a good image. No, so maybe that's their smoker spot. I doubt it, but maybe it is. Yeah, it was only th- almost when I say only, it was a three meter ladder. So essentially, it's a ladder that's going to get up a standard size wall of a room. Because mm. what's your what's your normal ceiling height? Two point four. Yeah, about that. Yep. Yeah, so it's a little bit higher than that. Yeah. So she's coming back down. She's had the dart, so she's going okay. Yep. Had the dart, comes back down, slips, breaks a leg. Workers' comp hasn't been out of work since. Well, if good if- on her. Well, it is because what they've done is they they have failed to make a safe workplace because she shouldn't have been able to use the ladder in the first place. Mm-hmm. So that's my only defence. Question for you because yep. we wanted to get Darwin in. Okay, good. Meat cleaver or frog? Meat cleaver or frog? I've, I've got, got a choice. The, I've got the NT news here. There's okay. two stories on the front page. One involves a meat cleaver. One in fly- involves kamikaze frogs. Right. Look, we've, we've covered axes and that a lot. Yes. I think we'll go frogs. Kamikaze frog killed my aircon. Three kamikaze <laughs> frogs <laughs> killed off in an air conditioning unit in a Darwin property, setting themselves on fire in the process and rendering the old machine useless 
and exposing the families to the dangers of long, long build-up. There you go. So apparently three frogs tried to kill themselves and successfully killed themselves. Oh, there's even a before and after shot of these three frogs stuck in the air conditioning. You know they could it. be, though. I've heard it's happening before. It's probably the same woman. Yeah. Um, she she basically she creates these circumstances. Yes. Right? <laughs> and it tries to get money back or compensation or warranty claims, whatever else, and they yes. find out it's all bullshit. Yes. Her name's Anne, and they call it a case of Anne Fibbon. <laughs> oh, just, I'm trying my best this time, but oh, they're getting worse. That was really horrendous. And fibbing. <laughs> For those who don't know, a frog is an amphibian. And yeah, I, it's anyway, a really bad joke. Google it. Sorry. Google yeah. it. So, I think we've covered every <laughs> part of Australia. We've done well there. Parts that we probably should, parts that we probably shouldn't. Have we got anything then? <laughs> Seems that we've covered Australia. Have we got anything from the thoughtful one? We do, but I've got to throw two other things in first quickly. Okay, go. Right up. The first one is uh, is not Australian. This one will be. Mm. Uh, or the next one will be. Um, <laughs> K- KFC, right? KF Bangers. They're bringing out uh, limited edition candles. Oh, KFC candles. They're going to smell of KFC gravy. There's only going to be 230 of them. Special edition KFC candles but that gravy. will smell like KFC gravy. If I wanted to smell a KFC, gravy's not the choice I'd make. You don't think so? I'd rather smell the chicken. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they've already done the chicken. Why would you want... Because, okay, you're sitting at home. You and I, we're podcasting. Yep. Oh, let's put a candle on. Not something either of us have ever said to each other before. Been a bit romantic. Yeah, but exactly. A bit of mood lighting I mean, for a podcast. I mean, do you want to be a romantic, Joe? What are you? Chicken? <laughs> <laughs> don't nugget me. Um, I don't think putting on a can is going to... It's not going to get away the hangries. Well, they say nothing beats the sweet, soulful aroma of KFC gravy. KFC nuggets do. <laughs> KFC, hands I down... Like KFC nuggets. Beat, hands down beats the soulful... S- subtle aroma of gravy. <laughs> Look, it's a UK thing. Oh, okay. They're just a bit nuts over there. Maybe th- they put something worth, special in it. I don't know. I thought it was worth mentioning. But it's... Look, I wouldn't want it. Like, I don't mind no. when I drive past a KFC, I go, mmm, but that's not the gravy I'm smelling. That's no, the deep that's fried the, chicken yeah, or, the, or the fries or the oh, chips. Oh, it's nice. Oh, how good are those chips? Oh, so good. Mm. Yeah, so I thought that was worth bringing up. Um, I don't know why you'd want that. I feel like KFC now, though. So do I, actually. It's, I like KFC. After this, do you want to go get some? Maybe, yeah. All right, Nuggets. Yeah. Ooh, nugs. Uh, and just lastly. Nugs for Carter. Um, <laughs> actually. We did have, speaking of Australians, cover, this is going to cover the whole of Australia now. So we've covered all the separate areas. Yes. Cover the whole of Australia. Yes. In one little story. I love it. $100 million Powerball. Oh, my giddy aunt. $100 million. Fuck. You didn't hear about this one? No. It was $100 million last week. Yes. Anyone One win? Person won it. Mother. And it worked out 107 million because there were so many extra tickets sold. It was 50 million the week before. Yes. Didn't go off. Double to 100 million. There were so many tickets sold. It turned out to be 107 it million. Kicked in an dollars. extra seven mil. Yeah. So um, one, and person one person won it. Far but out. This is the thing, though. Yes. It's the 15 people that didn't win it that I want to talk about briefly. 15 people. Well, now, I, I think know, there is more than 15 people that I didn't win it because well, no, no. I don't think 16 people entered the $100 million Powerball draw. No, but here's the thing. I don't know that much about Powerball. I don't do tax lotto very often. Every now and then, I'll throw a ticket in, but it's a very rare thing. The only time I ever do it, I think in the last – I think in the – and this is stupid because I actually won. In the last 10 years, I think I've bought one, two – I bought two lotto tickets. One was when when they had a bumper Tats Lotto draw and I bought a ticket and I got nothing. And then another one, there was another bumper draw and I was in a news agency for another reason and the guy went, oh, do you want a ticket for tonight's Powerball? Five bucks. And I went, oh, lotto. And I went, oh, yeah, why not? I'll get a quick pick because I didn't know how to fill in the forms and I don't really give a shit. Um, I ended up winning 30 bucks. So, for me, I'm in front on Tats Lotto, winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> Tell me about the 16 people. Oh, 15. 15. Yeah. Um, so, I didn't realize this was Powerball, 
but there were 15 people that got the second division. So it took about 80 grand each, which is, don't be wrong, pretty good. So isn't that, I think with Powerball, you've got to pick five of one and then you've got to pick one. It might be, I think the, it's six numbers and you've got to get the Powerball. Yeah, yeah. okay, whatever it is. Right, people so who play it, no. All these people, these 15 people, they got the numbers. They didn't get the Powerball. Well, then you don't win. You don't win, but. Yes. This is where I didn't know this. But I'll tell you what, it'd be, it'd be a struggle. Oh, but hang on. Because if no one gets the the major prize, they split it? No. Oh. You can actually get what's called a power hit entry, which yeah. must obviously cost you a little bit more. I wouldn't assume it'd be a phenomenal amount more, but a little bit more. Let's just say 50% more of your ticket. Guarantees you the Powerball number. Oh, shit, son. So they're not saying this person obviously got all the numbers, got $107 million. Yes. 15 people got Div 2. Didn't have the Powerball number. If just one of those had said, you know what, here's 50% more on my ticket. I've spent 20 bucks. Yep. Here's an extra here's 10. 10, 30 bucks. Guarantee me the Powerball. They would have actually had 50 million bucks if that one, Fuck. if just one person had done that. Can you imagine how shit house you'd feel? <laughs> no, because you've got 80 grand. And if you're playing Powerball, oh, yeah, you'd be, <laughs> yeah, you'd be gutted. <laughs> you you'd be, be gutted. You'd be thinking, if I just made that one decision, the rest of my life would be different for ever. Yeah, but let's just say there's heaps of people who did. They spent their money, but they didn't get the other six numbers. Fuck, I spent the extra 10 bucks and I got the guaranteed Powerball, but I only got three of the other numbers. That was a waste of money. Well, they were shit at picking numbers, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> what would be the first thing, just before we go, what would yep. be the first thing you do with, what would be the first thing you do with 100 million? First thing I do with a hundred million, yep, is my friends and family would like me very much. Yep. The first thing I would do is straight You'd away leave town. I'm gonna leave town. <laughs> <laughs> I desert so they never fucking see me ever again. My family be throwing parties. Yep. All my friends would be ecstatic. Yeah. Oh, it'd be amazing. Now I would um I would straight away say okay. Um, what can I do to help everyone's mortgage and everything off done? Go yeah, on. just sort Well, of. wouldn't you? If oh, you want $100 million, Fuck. why would you not? I mean, I'm not talking to everyone you know. I'm talking to your close-knit group of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who podcast are part friends. Of your life. Podcast <laughs> friends. Your family, but everyone has that, you know, that group of friends that normally fits on one hand. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not, not, not on each finger. Not on each finger. We're that's them friends now. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, um, That'd be awesome. You'd like me. Yeah, I yeah. do anyway. I just look, you just would why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't um, you? and then um I'd be taking the biggest, longest trip. Yes. To get away from all the friends. You who would just everyone would be happy. A little bit more. <laughs> a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, that'd be my first thing. I just yep. why wouldn't you? Why would you not help out people? Yeah. I mean you so that amount of money, you wouldn't be able to spend that amount of money. Oh, you would. <laughs> I guarantee you. Especially once you got that drug habit that you couldn't oh, exactly. afford before. I reckon you'd have no problems in doing it. Spending $100 million, I think you could do a lot easier than what you think you could. True. If you're being Sunday, like, uh, gee, weird. Joe's been really strange since uh, he won that money. He's developed a drug habit, which is fine. Look, he can do that. But isn't that funny how he doesn't have any friends with Terriers? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, all right. I think we are at that point now. <laughs> To get some sanity back. Where's the thoughtful one? The thoughtful one, once again, look, he, he has these little moments where he's got to go away and uh, retrieve his thoughts and, yes. and, and get his his oneness with the universe back. Yes. And and he's back. <laughs> Can I just say, Rodies, this is the first the thoughtful Troy in person. And I don't know who's looking forward to him more. <laughs> this is going to be tough. <laughs> That's what All she right. said. <laughs> Here's Here we the, go. Here's the music. Um, welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> this week, we have a question from Floyd in Fresno, California. <laughs> he asks, I've been through a bad breakup. Mm. What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Oh, Floyd, my fantastic little follower. <laughs> this is indeed a question that many struggle with. 
and I'm glad you asked. Love, in my phenomenal experience, is best compared to the moon. For much of the time, it's beautiful and feels right there in front of your eyes. And at other times, it's distant and unreachable. Sometimes it shines so bright that you can't escape it. But then it can almost disappear for days on end and make you wonder if it will ever come back again. Occasionally, it hides away in a total eclipse of the heart. (laughs) Turn around, bright eyes. (laughs) And the thing that is the hardest to deal with is that everyone is also so always so interested in it and wants to talk about it when it changes and looks different. And most of all, heed this dire warning. Stay away from it when it looks like blood, for that's when it's most dangerous. Beware if it looks pink, Floyd. (laughs) It's the dark side of the moon. Thank you. And bless. I didn't even see that coming. I didn't see the fucking dark side of the moon. Yes. He's got the That was hard. That's what she said. Oh, well, Rodies. Hopefully, this one hasn't fucked up. I don't know whether you actually hear it having Joe or not. Oh. Oh, I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.